This is Talking Business. My next guest is Justin Scanlon, who's the Managing Director and Founder of Hearth Support Services. Hi, Justin. Hello, Alan. How are you? Good. I'm well. And um, and so are you. So listen, um, tell us what Hearth is. So Hearth is an organisation under the uh, National Disability Insurance Scheme that uh, recruits, deploys and matches support workers to uh, people with a disability to provide support in the home and also in the community uh, with an underlying goal to uh, look to build their capacity and capability over time. So when you say under the NDIS, do you mean that the, uh, they, they are your client, your that's one right. client. That's that's right. So uh, so we're an accredited organisation. Um, so we're accredited, and they receive funding, register under the National Disability Insurance Scheme, and re- receive uh, funding under the system, and then engage us. So the the systems move so that uh, clients have choice. Uh, and and uh, they choose uh, different providers, and uh, and a number number choose us. So and, and so, are you a sort of concierge uh, for people who have a, a disability or a child who has a disability to help them find people to support them? Well, we we actually employ the people. Yeah, and, you employ the people. Yeah, You're yeah, not so an agency. No, no. So we employ the people, uh, casual, part time, full time, um, and we sit down. We spend a, uh, quite a quite a long time with the families to understand uh, what they're looking for uh, and uh, and understand the personality interests and passions of the person with the disability uh, and and spend quite a bit of time on then trying to find the right match uh, and we find that when you get the right match uh, you know the match of interests and and, and passions um, then then the the support uh, works a lot better so so go, going through your website and watching the videos on it which I did um, it seems like your service is like a Rolls-Royce service, like a really high-level service for people with uh, disabled children or whatever. Is that how you see it? Um, I, I wouldn't. Uh, I, I wouldn't say. I mean, Rolls-Royce uh, has a connotation of exclusivity. I, I would like to think that you know anyone, anyone is able to, which they are, access our service. But what we did, I've got a, a business corporate background, um, and then 13 years ago, when my son was born, I was thrust into the sector. And what I did is I sat down and with your son's disabled. This is yeah, why you're doing it. That's basically. right. Yeah, to make make a difference first for, for uh, him and his life. Um, but more importantly for, for the sector then. And we sat down with a, a blank bit of paper to look at what could be uh, different, better, and how could we sustain that over time. And, uh, and, and there's some examples of that. Um, we introduced a role called relationship manager because the agencies that we engage prior to uh, setting our path, um, I, I didn't really know who to contact, for example. So I thought, well, let's create a role relationship manager, which is a really important role in our organisation. Um, there's some other, other things uh, on, a, on a Sunday night, um, you know, at times the roster for the week for support workers for us uh, before Hearth would get lost and, uh, and it would create a lot of anxiety in terms of who's coming each day. Uh, my son currently has 14 shifts a week, so quite a high level of uh, need and, and support. Um, so it's you know cr- critical to know when who's coming um, and, and when they're coming. And as a result, for, for Hearth, I introduced and looked at technology solutions. So there are a whole lot of ways that we, uh, we built Hearth from scratch to look at, uh, well, what can be better? And what's what's different, and then importantly, how can we sustain that uh, in in the market? Which did, yeah. did you have to persuade the NDIS to to pay for 
what you're proposing, all this relationship manager and so on, or or did they say, oh, thank God, someone's doing this? Um, the, the way the system works is they cap a, a price an hour, a per hourly rate uh, for the NDIS uh, for um, what for everyone? Yes, yeah, so it's a, a cap price market at the moment. What is uh, it? What's the cap? Uh, Fifty uh, fifty six dollars an hour for uh, Monday to Friday. So they cap the the price that an organisation can charge. Now what we and that's fifty six bucks an hour for anybody. Yes, yeah. Right. So and what we do then is uh, we then uh, build an organisation to deliver um, quality services around that tariff. So relationship managers we don't charge separately for that. Um, the technology uh, we provide a lot of technology for free. Uh, for uh, for clients to track their goals and and to communicate, we don't charge for that. So we've uh, so hang on, you're not charging for the relationship manager. You're not charging NDIS for your relationship manager. No, no, that's that's included in the hourly rate that that we charge that uh, for the, the cameras for the support workers. Yeah, right. Okay. So so um, that means you've got a, you've got. Does that mean you have to make an extra margin out of the fifty six dollars for the support workers? Well, you build. We built. I built the organisation from scratch to be able to deliver those quality and and premium uh, offerings uh, within the tariff. So we don't have uh, branded cars. We don't have branded merchandise. I invest in um, in in offerings like the relationship managers in in the technology solutions because I know that that's. Uh, most valued by the clients. And we also have done a lot in terms of uh, a goal system because India is all about building capacity uh, or supporting uh, participants to live their best life and, and where possible build the capacity over time. It's an insurance system. So in theory, the cost um, should reduce over time uh, where people build their capacity. Yeah, right. It's interesting because when I, when I looked through what you're doing, I thought, well, they must be charging the families as well as the NDIS, mm. but no, you're absolutely only charging the NDIS. No, that's right. It's a it's a very different uh, system, say from aged care, uh, where uh, aged care uh, you know charges uh, separately for for finance administration for relationship managers, and then also charges uh, the per hour uh, support worker. Yeah, uh, they do. Rate. That's yeah. right. So uh, yeah, but no. We've well, in had... fact, most of the most of the health system works that way, yeah. doesn't it? There's, there's there's government funding, but then on top of that, there's a gap payment. No, absolutely. Some sort. Yeah, absolutely. And look, we had to be uh, quite smart. I'm 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 a finance person, accountant uh, in large companies uh, by trade before uh, before I was introduced to the uh, disability with my son. So you have to. I was fortunate to be able to build a, an organisation model to deliver quality within the hourly hourly tariff. I think. Um, I've seen organisations trying to change from the old system into the NDIS, and I think it's very challenging, but I had the fortune of being able to build an organisation from from scratch. Did you you say you started it 13 years ago? No, no. I was uh, brought into disability 13 years ago. I started uh, three years ago. So So is it it like a a lot of startup businesses that's unprofitable to begin with, or were you profitable to start with? Um, We uh, we were able to... uh, uh, to make a uh, make a margin after after about uh, seven eight months. So, uh, but obviously, uh, you know, it took took a while to recruit the uh, the investment in, uh, and also um, a number of us worked for free for uh, a year or two, <laughs> virtually uh, relative to a corporate well, that's salary. What you, that's what you do in absolutely, startups. Absolutely, absolutely. So, and and that's where. I think from the start, Alan, we were better and different, but it wasn't sustainable yet because uh, we weren't able to uh, pay ourselves a wage. So, and that's as you say that that's pretty common in in, in a startup. Uh, we're now um, 
you know, we're now in a, a more sustainable, uh, have a more sustainable business model where uh, we're able to to draw a salary um, and pay ourselves, which which is great because it gives me confidence that moving forward we have uh, we're not only better and different, but we can sustain that now. Do, do you mostly work for families that have got a child with a disability, or do you work also for adults who yeah, are a, disabled? Yeah, it's it's a combination. Um, so we we really uh, deal with uh, and support a, a wide range of people uh, with disability children and adults um, and probably the it's probably the mental health um, space is the only is the only area that uh, you know for complex mental health uh, we're not that's not our specialty for all the other uh, uh, flavors of disability in a very very complex sector. Uh, where you know we're equipped to uh, provide the support. We've invested a lot behind the scenes in in training, so we work with some of the most complex uh, children, medically uh, complex children, behaviourally complex, um, as well as uh, physically. And we've built a, a system. Once we understand the the person with disability participant, we then look at sourcing the right training. So we've kind of turned the model on its head. Uh, there is no qualification in my view that would equip you to deal with all the all the flavors of disability it's just so complex right and and so basically you look after everything that the disabled family or person requires uh, so they don't they don't yeah. have to go to anyone else once they engage you that's right it's you you look after the lot it's a long term partnership and we provide uh, we first we understand what what is required to be provided so it could be uh, personal care it could be helping them uh, get up in the morning uh, shower uh, it could be getting them ready for for school. It could be travel training. So, you know, it could be someone who is is learning how to use the public transport system. It's hard to imagine it. why anyone would not use you, or someone like you, in the sense that why why run around doing it all yourself when you yeah. could have someone like you doing no, it? No, ab- absolutely uh, for the yeah. same price, which is zero. Yeah, yeah no, ab- absolutely, and uh, and and we've been. Um, uh, inundated uh, with with demand since we started, so we've been very very busy. Are there many others doing it? Um, there are other, you know, a number of other organisations. I haven't seen a lot of uh, you know, startups like like Hearth, uh, but to be honest, I haven't haven't really uh, looked too hard because we've been so busy dealing with uh, would, the innate demand. You could know. you exist without the NDIS? Uh, the the money's or, or always been in the system in in some way, shape, or form. So uh, whether through councils, so councils got out of. Uh, disability support because they couldn't make it uh, make it work profitably. Um, the um, the you know there there was uh, in the past the state government used to have a block funded model where they dish out what they could afford. So there was always money in in disability. The great thing with the NDIS and it's a game changer is that uh, families are now able to get reasonable necessary support. That's not perfect because it's such a, a massive social change. It'll take a while for there to get equilibrium where uh, people actually get reasonable necessary support. But, uh, you know, it's a massive, uh, massive social change. Yeah, uh, I suppose one of your, if not your, <laughs> the main key, um, the skill you have is to navigate the NDIS, to yeah. understand it, how it works. Yeah, no, absolutely. And and look, to be honest, had I not um, been living in it every day, I, I don't think 
uh, my son and my family would uh, you know would be in the position they're in now. So, and one of the things we do, Alan, behind the scenes is is just help navigate, uh, you know, help clients navigate and follow the process. And and um, if they have followed the process and the process for whatever reason has let them down, then the NDIS are fantastic, uh, you know, kind of an action learning model. They, they want to know that and they want to help quickly. So behind the scenes, um, you know, a uh, uh, number of our clients have um, have been, been assisted where perhaps uh, – for whatever reason, the process may have let them down. Lee, uh, folks, if you've got a disabled child or you've um, disabled yourself, um, you need to contact Justin Scanlon, the Managing Director of Hearth Support Services. Terrific. Thanks very much, Alan.